I reckon you can take as much acid and pills as you want and drive on the road, you're fine. This has never happened to me. I've yeah. never had a bit of trouble with the law at I'm, all. I'm from Cavan. I hope you don't dip me for green diesel. <laughs> <laughs> If you're when you're ordering your death row meal, who makes it? Like, is it made in the prison? And you, you fucking big fancy telly man, coming in shitting over my little boy's dream. Did you ever see that years ago? Dogs getting stuck together? No way. Did what? You, have you never seen that? Yeah, when dogs dogs, dogs have sex, sometimes they get stuck, get stuck together. In. Like the like, it's what? Yeah. Did you never see that in your life? You've never seen that before. I've seen yeah, white dogs. Yeah. No, dogs get. Dogs get stuck, some dogs get stuck together when they're having sex. Imagine that happened with humans. <laughs> oh Calling your God. kids in. Oh, you bring in a hot kettle of water. <laughs> I'm stuck to your man again. And the Freytex. <laughs> and a load of grease. No, did you, did you never, have you never seen never that? never seen that well, no. Jesus. Yeah, I've seen that. Oh, yeah. we have to get a vet in here. We have to get a vet in here somewhere. What about your man, the cork fella? What's the his name? famous fella? Yeah. Aye, the more famous, the bear will have. They'll all be killing to get on this podcast. That's a great, he's a great fit, isn't he's he? See the stuff good. he's done? Yeah. He's like the Steve Austin of the pet world, isn't he? The Brian Cox of the Did pet world. Did you see, like, yeah. the, remember the dog come in and it was like, oh, yeah. Its jaw was swinging. Yeah. Do you remember that one? And he turned it into a sheep or something. Yeah. Like he put a bleeding <laughs> an air max sole on the bottom of it. <laughs> now, now you're going to turn the fire. Put a dog joint underneath <laughs> as well. Now, now do you remember that? Yeah. He's like, he builds all these titanium things and just builds. Ah, oh, he's a genius. Do you know what I mean? But I mean, vets are expensive enough. Imagine what he costs. Yeah. I mean, you're going in, your dog has a bit of a a little bit of a bump. And he's reconstructing his jaw, putting two bionic legs on it. That'd be 18,000 euro, please. Come here, you have two dogs. Have you got them insured? Yes. But no, one of them. Would you not lose you? Should have felt it's very insecure. Charlie is, because, well, well, Charlie's told in now, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's like, he's like. I remember he was a pup. I was only yeah. talking to, to your kid the other night. Darren, yeah. Wills was saying to me, um, like, Wills has been writing him off for years, like, like for the last seven years, going, ah. Darren? No, oh, Wills, the dog, sorry. Has been, yeah, writing Charlie, the dog, <laughs> off, going, ah, this is probably his last year. He won't see another year. He won't see another year. He's still what alive. What makes you say that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he got Louis, the little dash one, they got him in short. Cause, uh, Did you think you get the older one insured rather than the younger one? Well, no, because I think the premium will be higher because an older dog would have more ailments. And just as a matter of interest, how much is it to insure a dog a month? Uh, it depends on what package you go for. <laughs> <laughs> I went for the long spine package. Uh, no, he's a Dutch one, so he had back problems. Um, I think it's like it's only like about fifteen euro a month. Or something like that. But it's well worth it because some of them bills can be very And do they try not to pay out like <coughs> ordinary insurance? I haven't had to use it yet. Touch wood. Touch Oi. wood. Touch wood. Oi. Touch wood. Anyway, where were we? What were we talking about? We were talking about my dad. Yeah. I saw Deal or No Deal. That's back now. See Deal or No Deal. Not Is no lemons anymore. It's a man. Stephen Mulhern. It's on ITV. It's cool. I love that show. Always loved that show. Did like Neil No Lemons. Always got a bit of a creepy vibe of him. But Did anyway. You? But there was a deaf contestant on it. And they got picked. They were the one with the box. And uh, so apparently when people are applauding a deaf person, they wave. Do that. That's right. And that, that's funny that you should say that because uh, uh, John Nunda. Did he? John, in, on the gig, yeah, it's true. It's good God, yeah. So he was like... Yeah. So all the deaf people... So that not... probably answers uh, Roisin that was online too as well. Yes. You know, if they're laughing and they're applauding, they're like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's also a hostage situation it's as like, well, isn't it? It's like a stick-up or someone oh, yeah. with a nervous condition. <laughs> <laughs> Are you having a great time? You're terrified. I don't jazz, know what's going on. Jazz here. hands were a bleeding stroke. <laughs>
Kevin has joined us in the studio now. Kevin, fair play to you for coming in, by the way. Hey, man. Thanks. It's, it's really a pleasure. Looking a little bit windswept and interesting. I'm I'm, I'm 40% hungover. 40% yeah. hungover. It's not my worst, but it's, yeah. I'm not flying all cylinders. Okay. That's not a bad thing for the podcast. I remember one morning waking up in a skip in Stamford Hill with one runner on and a t-shirt and a pair of tracksuit bottoms. Jesus Christ. And I, like, I was dying to death. Now, I remember, the, begin- the, fear. I remember the beginning of the night. Did somebody throw you out or did you throw yourself out? No, we were drinking these cans of super tenants and the oh, only wow. way to describe it is it's like sauce in a can. You'd be like that trying to get it in the <laughs> Like dog food. <laughs> and I only had four cans of it, right? And I'm telling you, like this thing get is away. like... 150% alcohol like it's made in lethal it stripped the paint off banisters and a gaff but I woke up with one, no money no nothing and gone and I couldn't even I was trying to put the night together do you know what I mean like trying to put all I can remember is being in the squat we were living in the manor house and drinking and that was it and then I woke up and I skip <laughs> and then I got back so it took me about 25 minutes a half an hour to get back to where I was at the coming from and when I got back to where I was the lads were all in bed so I was just kind of coming in and when I got in <laughs> the other runner was in the middle of the sitting room floor so I'd left the house with, with one, one shoe runner. on oh and woke up in a skip how bad was your bed? oh man <laughs> <laughs> you're be getting out of here mattress makes skips <laughs> Now tell us like that, that old, uh, if uh, if there was work in the bed, he'd lie in a skip. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember that joke you used to have out in the door one day and it's two blokes there, a rope. She wore a skip. Did I? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I wish I had memory. Conor Marine keeps texting me going, do you remember that joke you used to do? And I go, no. And I go, Conor, are you getting me, me mixed up with Billy Connolly? <laughs> <laughs> there's no, great there's no way I would have thought that. No, can you imagine him ringing up someday and giving you a joke that belongs to, like, say, Billy Connolly or, or Rod yeah. Gilbert or something? You, oh, no doing? way, did I do that? <laughs> I definitely chanced with somebody, Chris Rock. Yeah. Remember that bit you had about if bullets cost $1,000? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, do you remember that when you, that joke you had about Brooklyn walking through Brooklyn? Yeah. Oh. With your brothers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, very con- about the difference between black people and N-words. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. It was a very popular bit. Yeah, I thought... Chappelle, all right, yeah. Try it in the lounge. I'm going to give it another go. I'm going to give it another go tonight. Try it with a Saturday crowd. Did I do that column? Yeah, yeah, you know what he did? He could be winding me up. now, like, Lads, go into the laughter lounge on Saturday. Um, no, I don't remember that. I don't remember that. I genuinely don't remember that. Dana? No. No, I remember no. you. See, we yeah, didn't. We didn't. Uh, the new, the new kids in the block record every gigs. We yeah. didn't record shit. Yeah. And like, I'm, I'm. The annoying thing is like, you don't put stuff online, and then you see somebody else do an almost identical joke. You're like, oh. I can't, can't fucking do that now. No shit. copyright. No copyright. Yeah. But also makes you look shit because they look. They'll go. Ah, he had that joke out first. Therefore, he came up with a fool. Yeah, yeah. Someone was doing that over in England. Someone was robbing somebody else's jokes. Yeah. So he was getting people on. Uh, he was going to clubs and watching people doing, and he was Open stroking their and jokes. Like. And then he was going and doing them. So who's going to say? How can you go? Yeah. Like, that, 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 that's my joke. He was going. No, no, it's not. And if you're doing it like I, there's an old joke I had from like Edinburgh three or four years ago. Then I saw somebody recently do it at a huge, big like a live at the event. Apollo, yeah. and I was like, "Well, I can never fucking do that again." Uh, and annoyingly, it was, it was slightly better. 
slightly fucking better. Uh, yeah, but, but at least still. you're taking that on the chin, like. Yeah, I took it well. Do you know what I mean? Your old jokes three years ago, and my new jokes. <laughs> 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 you just mentioned it there, like about forty percent hangovers. Looking at a video of Liam Gallagher there on Instagram, and he was. Uh, this fella had asked him, do you ever go out for one? And he was like, what are you on about? How, what, what does that mean? <laughs> How can you go out for but one? But you know what? That's, that's the Irish thing. That's a very that's his Irish blood. That's the Mayo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like my wife is saying like in London at lunchtime, they'd, oh, fucking, yeah. they'd head for a pint at lunch. Yeah. Go back to Rory O'Hanlon. Like a great in, in Dublin, that. they used to have to close down the pubs at lunchtime. <laughs> yeah. Because to get people to back get to people, work. Get the fuck out, lads. Go back to work. <laughs> mm. We're going to close from, from two to three, I think, every and day. And they were all the judges from the forecourts. <laughs> <laughs> those guards, those teachers, <laughs> <laughs> bus drivers. Lads, yeah, come on. Yeah. That's Trey. Surgeons. Oh, <laughs> lads, seriously. Here, hold, hold my hand there. Hold my hand. Hold my hand. <laughs> I just need to get a steady hand. I have a round. But, um, yeah, the, the concept of going for one pint, it's impossible. Yeah. It's. Go I for, mean, even, uh, but we still use the frame. The phrase we go for one. Like, what go is the limit? One. Driving limit? Is it one? Can you get? One, is one point over the limit? I have a guard friend who told me. Now officially it's zero. Officially it's zero. Up a couple of years ago, oh, the problem. Didn't know that. But I had a guard friend. And I was like, "What's the crack? What can you get away with?" And he's like, "If if you have a pint now, Kevin, we'll say at nine o'clock, and then maybe another pint at ten o'clock, and then at eleven o'clock have a big pint of water." You'd be fine to drive home. Wow! I was like, I don't want a chance at that. Yeah. No, see, I was, I was breathalysed. I was going down to a fucking festival gig in the middle of the day, and I was breathalysed, and I had about three bottles of Heineken that day, and you once said, you know, there's alcohol in your system, and I was like, oh yeah, there's not much though. And, uh, she said, yeah, the wink. <laughs> she said, um, yeah, there's not much though. <laughs> she said, uh, do you realise today they brought in zero tolerance? I was like, oh, fuck. Of all the and days. Of all the days. She was like, look, she let me away with it. I wonder, was there a bit of an amnesty that day? all the days. <laughs> you know, yeah. people that were just, just <laughs> over the limit. Like, you know what I mean? It had to be. But it's like, you're you're tested for everything. You're tested for coke. You're tested for harsh. The only thing you're not tested for is pills or acid. So I reckon you can take as much acid and pills as you want and drive on the road. You're fine. It's <laughs> Guards, guards, have, guards have nothing to do. Like, you could be just going, like, <laughs> What's that, grandmother? Sitting, <laughs> sitting in the back of the car on your own with the yoke and cruise control. My ex partner says to me, She thought that cruise control that when you pressed it, the you car actually took you to, to the to destination. Oh, oh my the, god, like, she, she thought that it steered and all. I tell you, lucky I wasn't at the end of my relationship, but I went, Yeah, it actually does. <laughs> Go on the M50 and put it into 120 and get in the back. <laughs> Have a yeah, yeah. You'll be in Mayo before you know it. <laughs> I missed Junction 4 there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, this is Sounds the good. You Must Be Joking podcast in association with the Laughter Lounge and Joe.ie. And uh, it's me, mate, Will I here. Absolutely thrilled. I'm to thrilled say. to be here with you. Yeah, but I'm even more thrilled to be here with you. And I'm also even more thrilled that our pal Kevin McGarren is here to talk to us. One of our favourite <laughs> people from the scene, from this comedy circuit, one of the best comedians on the circuit, actor, TV presenter. Dance are extraordinary. See, oh. Will, see, Will is not comfortable with praise. I fucking <laughs> um, keep it coming. Keep, I just keep like coming. keep going, Eric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got another more, two minutes. Yeah. More platitudes, please. Thank you very yeah, much. It was great at chasing years ago as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
You're a cavern man, Kevin. Yeah, that's right, man. A Kevin. And you don't have that cavern accent, but does it does it, does the cavern accent come in when you go home? It varies. Yeah, it it a little bit. Like my accent's similar enough to my dad. My dad hasn't a, hasn't a thick real cavern accent either. But um, yeah, definitely if I'm at home. He's from Nigeria. So <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen him since I was twelve. He used to, he used to sing that song. <laughs> Finding it hard to believe we're in Cabin. <laughs> uh, no, I don't have the, don't really have the thick accent. Um, it's not a sexy accent at all. Well, how you doing? No, no, it's very funny on television. The, the, the extreme Cabin accent perhaps isn't. The it's sexiest. very close to Dundalk. Yeah, that has that county loud. It is county but, loud. But Dundalk and loud have the hay at the end of it. Hey. Don't they? No, we throw we throw in, in a hay, and we share a thing. Uh, Dundalk people and Cavan people share a thing, where they'll add an extra bit to the sentence that has no business being there at all. Okay, just a road. So word. they'll say, "I was on the podcast there with uh, Eric Lawler and uh, Willa White there." <laughs> So it was. Just an added sound. Yeah, yeah. So it was. <laughs> and uh, they were, they're very funny now. They're two funny boys, uh, so they are. And there's, there's no... And I think it's... We're afraid that nobody's listening to us. So we have to add an extra sentence to, to make sure... Well, you're just reiterating what you've just said already. So yeah. I am. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so you said it, but then you're going, yeah, so I said that. Yeah, so I just said that. <laughs> Didn't I? Are you listening to me? Paul, our, Paul, our sound man there is a Dundalk man. No Doesn't way. sound like a Dundalk man, though. Doesn't sound like a Dundalk man. My, my, I have a grandson now, Kevin, right? Get and the fuck. Yeah. Um, You're he, a gilf now, are I you? know. <laughs> so it's your granddaughters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No yeah. way. Pair of granddads. Mm. We should rename this. Yeah. On the way out. You must be a granddad. <laughs> <laughs> One foot in the grave. Yeah, yeah. But me, 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 me daughter, uh, who had the baby, uh, her partner is a Dundalk man. Yeah. And they live in Dramiskin, up in County Loud. Mm-hmm. And I was doing a little bit about me grandson living in Dundalk. And, you know, as much as I love him, I'm dreading the day he walks up to me and goes, there you are now, granddad. <laughs> <laughs> granddad, what's for dinner? Are we doing any pork chops? <laughs> They're mad for pork chops. I have pork chops in the fridge. I love You pork love a good chops. pork I chop. I love, do you know what? One of my favourite, if I was on death row, yeah. my last meal would be pork chops, mashed potatoes and beans. Wow. Yeah. Not very exotic, but I like it. No, but it, do you know what? It's from it's me dad. It's from me dad. It's like that old school kind of proper food. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And there's just something about pork chops with a bit of seasoning on them. I have a question about gorgeous. death row meals. So if you're when you're ordering your death row meal, who makes it? Like, is it made in the prison? No, I, I think I, I think I think they can go outside and get it if it's a not made in the chef, prison. Like, yeah, there we go. Like, I mean, because I'd, I'd probably pick a steak, but a, a badly cooked steak is shite. Like you can't really, want, you can't really want, complain uh, about it though, I'd you? want like fucking Gordon Ramsay to be making my steak or somebody who I know I'd trust yeah. but, but, but they could tell you that Gordon Ramsay is making it how do you know like? That's true. and you're not going to complain yeah. I think like, they should you're, you're bring... like, you can file a complaint it'll be three to six weeks to no, get a response think, you're like lads I, I'm gone in a half an hour here. <laughs> <laughs> I think that they should have uh, when you're getting your meal cooked that while you're in the holding cell mm. and the bars is there that they bring up a little cooker and have the chef there so you know who's cooking it. Yeah, I'd like that. A bit of chatting as well. Yeah, 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 what yeah. are you doing there? Oh, garlic. Nice. Oh, yeah. yeah, How's yeah. things? Yeah, so well, you, I'm about to die in an hour. Yeah, this, this, this steak grand. is like really hard to digest. Yeah. <laughs> you won't have that. Because <laughs> at 12 o'clock. <laughs> See, I'd, I'd get like Mexican food because you have the joy of the food without having to worry about the, the aftermath. aftermath. Yeah. I it's like it's the only time you're like, I'm going to fucking And as well, apparently place. when you die, you, you evacuate your bowels. 
that's leave leave a mess for the boys to clean oh, up imagine. after. Yeah, it's like fuck yeah. you boys. I'm eating four burritos. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Have you heard about double fried, double fried chips? Did you ever see that double fried? Yeah, chips? yeah, yeah, yeah. So you like, if, I mean, if you get your chips before the electric chair, you get double fried chips. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> sometimes, it's, sometimes the chips are. Down. Anyway, how what's your, conversation what's, be- your, what's your, what's your, what's your death row meal? My death row meal. Like, my, I have to say, my missus, she's splendid. You're gonna eat your missus? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's so. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I get me missus, please? She's so tasty. <laughs> <laughs> um, does it? Oh, does like. Each month does a new favour. So what have you died in June? Probably <laughs> <laughs> yeah. be a Mediterranean like salad. Because yeah. 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 I wouldn't yeah. want to put on weight. Yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. Yeah. Beetroot. Beetroot. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, I would say like it's it's a standard answer and it's 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 it's, it's steak. It is steak. I love yeah, steak. Yeah. But also, like people say chips. I love chips, but I love the basic chip meal. You know the chips, beans and eggs. Yeah. Two yeah, fried eggs with yeah. the beans and the chips. Oh my God. It's just I heaven to me. think that's what uh, Gay Byrne used to eat on a Friday. In the RT yeah. canteen, the RT canteen yeah. because he didn't want to risk food poisoning, so he would just do just beans, chips, eggs. He can't fuck that up. Oh right, so because he's going live. The last thing he wants is a runny bum. On oh, live that would have been class television, though, yeah. wouldn't it? Why is, why is <laughs> Gay looking all twitchy there? I like the idea of eating like a full bag of like unpopped popcorn. So then, when you get the chair, you just turn into a big popcorn machine. <laughs> It's just flowing out of your mouth. <laughs> Every time you talk, stuff coming out of your Brilliant. <laughs> Any last requests? Yeah, I want Butter. to be buried. I, I, I want to be buried in Manhattan. <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by Manhattan. <laughs> we are looking for a sponsor, but the way Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Manhattan. Um, Kevin, for as long as I've known you, Kevin, you, like you, st- like you, like tell us about the Hardy books and how that how that brought you into the whole comedy scene and and, and your mates and the friends you had there. Well, I was I, I was doing gay. I started comedy. I was working in the international bar. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah, the international, the so, whole of Irish comedy. Yeah. I was a barman there for years, and then I was like, man, I want to do this fucking comedy crack. So I, that's how I kind of slipped in. Carl Spain always says like, you're like you're like Matt Damon in uh, Goodwill Hunting. You you could have worked in any, you could have worked as a janitor in any school of the country, and you worked in MIT. <laughs> um, so that was probably I was probably drawn towards the comedy in the inter. And it's mad because we all wanted to be barmen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then then I was doing a gig one night, and the Viper was there, Chris, and they had just started doing the Storyland thing. And at that stage, if you went drinking with the lads from Hardy Books, they'd just put you in an episode. Oh, really? They were very, yeah, they were just like, here, here you're guy. Like, even anyone they met, they're just like, come down to Mayo, put you in an episode. That's crazy. So now I'm going to go, jeez, I'm going mad and recovering alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was it, yeah. And then, yeah, just bit by bit, you get kind of more gigs. So, Kevin, the comedy took off. And, uh, and then all of a sudden, every time I looked at the telly, Kevin's on the telly. Yeah, yeah. The Republic of Telly came along. Yeah. Tell us about that and how that happened. Um, again, it was kind of um, kind of accidental. Tore off, the Viper was working in on Republic of Telly, making sketches and stuff. And he got me in for a couple of sketches. And then Dermot Whelan was leaving. So they had a couple of auditions. And yeah. And I, screen test. Screen testing. Yeah. Can he read? That was a big, <laughs> Can he big read part of it. Yeah. 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 Um, and yeah, that was it. Uh, and we we had a good run, the, uh, but it was like being an RTE is like being with a shitty boyfriend who's just like I'm gonna break up with you next summer. 
Okay. Every and he says that every single summer. So you work your whole off to keep him. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. know which summer he's actually going to break up. Yeah. 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 I remember. Yes. I remember been doing a couple of sketches on the force one with Neil yeah. Delamere. Yeah. When that came on force, and I got drafted in for a couple of bits and pieces for that, and the same with Dermot as well. I got involved with that. Then you came along. I wasn't involved with that. Are or, you saying Kevin has something to no, do with no, that? No, 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 nothing at all. No, but it's like I, 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 was, I, had invo- a black I was involved. List, I was like. Not him, not <laughs> yeah, not yeah. him. You no, I thought it was a great program. I, I thought the three programs that I think really should come back onto RTE. We were just speaking outside, um, myself, Holly, and Kevin. Um, definitely Republic of Telly, right? Definitely speaking of Barry Murphy, Apple Apple match. match. No, no, Super no, Norm, no. Super, what? the one that he done couched. Uh, no, no, the one that I, I, I was in as well. Barry Murphy. Oh, Hall's Pictorial or Pictorial. Oh, Week. oh sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Pictorial was yeah. brilliant. Yeah, very cleverly written, good satire comedy, yeah. and last but not least, uh, Dave McSavage. Savage Eye. The Savage Eye. Yeah, yeah. Three programs that I think with the new uh, comedy um, ringmaster that's in yeah. RTE now needs to sit down and have a look at them again and, and, yeah, and have a rethink. Like young ones are still sharing Savage Eye sketches. Like there's a whole generation have never seen it. And they've seen it on Instagram where they're like, this is fucking gas. And like the sketches on that, the only reason they, I think they got away with it is because it wasn't made in RTE. It was made outside and then they just sort of like, here, here's the tips. Like, I'm still every getting... every week there was a sketch where a priest would grab a child <laughs> yeah. and fucking bent yeah. it down the runway. Yeah. Man, it just... It's, and that thunderous so music as well. Yeah. <laughs> and I, and music def- on the omen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I definitely think that they could do Naked Camera again with new comedians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New comedians that aren't known. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? They definitely could do... Now, yeah. Mark, listen... I know you know and you know they'll never do it Replicated the way Maeve, PJ, yeah. PJ and, and the rest of them done it because it was just it was it was special I, I, yeah, you mentioned the Republic of Telly I did a sketch in the Republic of Telly a few and even now to this day I still get tagged it, it floats around uh, TikTok every so often sure. um, and I was actually I was hosting a, bleeding, a bingo loco show there a couple of weeks ago right and this young lad came up to me and he goes well, you in Republic of Telly, like you know, I've done, I've done, I've done Fair City, and uh, you know, I've been yeah, all the festivals. Yeah, yeah. And he went, "Were you in Republic of Telly one time?" And I went, "Yeah, I was on it a few times." He says, "Interviewing the kids about the confirmation money." And he says, "Oh, oh yeah, 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 and yeah. Like, I remember." What that. a legend! What a legend! <laughs> that's your man. That's your man. I was like, "Geez, that was like 10, 12 years ago, kind of thing." Like you know, but it's gas that them things are still in oh, circulation. Totally. Yeah. As you say, it's a new audience you, all the time. You wouldn't want to hear them screaming, that's the bloke that done the confirmation kids. That'd have been a different... that have been a different... Didn't sketch all together. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I do agree, with Republic of Telly, I suppose, um, it gave birth to a lot of... Uh, it gave chances to, to, to new comics out there and put them out there. Yeah, I mean, like, RT, uh, the panel even more so, because oh, the panel yeah. existed at a time where um, nobody had the internet. Uh, but like stories in the panel from people who worked on it, they were like, we were like rock stars. Like there was fucking hundreds of kids outside. I think the film like the Helix. Yeah, and they did one in the used to be doing the Belvedere Theatre there as well. Yeah, in town. and like it was Belvedere like fucking College. Beatlemania. Yeah, nuts. Um, so yeah, like I think RT needs like we need we have such a great um, such a great history of comedy in this country for such a small country. Uh, we need places to show off. And what do you Funny think, people, you know? Kevin, about the new situation in comedy today where, like, like myself, yourself and Willie went through, we did our time doing open yeah. spots and all that, and now you can be projected to the forefront of comedy by putting up funny sketches online. Yeah. You don't have to. It's a totally different game. Um, 
and we have to adapt because yeah. it's not going back the other way. No, it's not. Uh, and I think people are more, um, I think kids as well are more um, decisive as to what they see. I think like when we were younger, somebody would say to you, here, do you want to go to a band? And you're like, yeah, whatever. You just go to Anton. Yeah. Or do you want to go to see some comedy? Yeah. Whereas now kids are like, no, send me a Spotify playlist. I'll listen <laughs> to it for a week. If I like it, I might say yes. And the same with comedy. They're like, show me his Instagram. I want a full recon report. I want it on the desk by Friday. I think that's all That's all well and good. Like, But I mean, if you're putting stuff online, whether the platform is TikTok or mm. whatever it might be, does doing that and doing sketches wherever you might be doing them inside your house or outside your house and coming in and performing in front of a live audience, it's a completely different ball there's game. Definitely, there's, there's definitely, um, there's a huge change. Because I mean, like, yeah, you can you can get a huge, you can get a hundred thousand followers online, and you could book Liberty Hall or Vicar Street, and all your fans could come to that show. But you could step in front of a room full of strangers and die on your fucking oh, hole. Yeah. I've done it. So yeah, so it's hard to know what's never what, that, no. what's a better route to be. Like, I think you do need to cut your teeth. Yeah, I'll talk 100%. Doing 100%. shit gigs. Do you, remember, like, do you remember the gig we'd done for the Irish Underwater Foundation? The Scuba Divers Association. Was it? Yeah, yeah. same thing. Oh, oh my yeah, God. Irish Scuba Divers Association in Athlone. Yeah, in the Hudson in Bay Athlone. Hotel. Yeah, like, it's already a lot like of... Like right pressure. in the middle, obviously, because the coast is all around and Scuba <laughs> Divers. We'd, we'd have it in Athlone. So me and Will have our book that's the entertainment. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know if you remember this bit I used to do years ago, Kevin, where I used to talk about the home birth of my daughter. And she was born in a house in Ballyum One. And anyway, there's there's a there's a there's a there's a moment you see, where you do happen to fucking pinch a penny, wouldn't you? Oh, I'll tell you, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. You'll have it at home. Uh, all the, the jokes are flying. <laughs> she wanted a drug free birth, which was a force for Ballymun. Mun. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so all that kind of was in it. Like, but there's a moment in the in this story where there's a, a music cue. Yeah. So I, I I'm basically setting up the, the I, I know what the setup. The setup is and then a dark, dark, yeah. eerie silence came, came over, over the room. Right, so Eric, let me take her up now from here. Right, so Eric had the CD with the backing track on it. Tubular right. Bells. So Tubular Bells, right? You, you know, you know the track. Yeah, exorcist. So he gave me the track, and I was in as I am, and I talked to bleeding anybody. I talked to the DJ. Oh, how's things and this, that, and other. So it was just a playing CD. So I threw it on the table where there was a load of other playing CDs, not known at the time. Right. So then Eric goes on, he's doing his thing, and then he's getting up to the home bear joke, and I looked on the table and I went. Jesus Christ, so there's about six CDs. And I went, that, that that that's definitely it. That's definitely a track one. So I put it on. Uh, I got right, lined it up for him to go and then the dark, dark. So, so the it's, minute, a, it's usually a big moment for me, right? Because like, I've done it in Vicar Street, whatever. And once that music comes in, the place goes. Whoosh, and then I go into devil mode. I go <laughs> yeah, like yeah. that, you know. So I go, the dark, dark atmosphere comes over the room. Well, I press this play. The fucking Scissor Sisters. But I don't feel like dancing. I don't feel like dancing. Feel like dancing. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm just standing there like that, <laughs> getting ready to do my devil voice. And then looking over at Willa, and every, all the audience are looking at me going, what the fuck is, what the fuck is a strange, strange and I'm actually, Yeah, and I'm actually looking over at him going, 
and I'm like, what the, what the fuck went on? But you know what? But you know what was funny after it? But it I, food, I was eating uh, apple tart and cream. And he's going, you fucking, you fucking done that. You sabotaged And I'm going, Eric, I swear to God, genuinely to this day, and I'll take it to me grave, I genuinely did not do it intentionally. Why it was a mistake. apple tart at the time of the apology? Because <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm, I'm heartbroken. I'm, you, I'm no, honestly, no, man. No, yeah, you look cut up with that. When I'm, no, because when I'm guilty, I, I'm not <laughs> <laughs> Your uh, Honour, yeah, yeah. please just, excuse the fact that I'm eating an apple tart. And it was, <laughs> I was again because it really put me on the spot. Like it was, it was just looking at me. You know, they were going, "What the fuck is that all about?" There's no context. And the only thing I could say was, "You know, she's in the throes of labour." Uh, well, well, you know, in fairness, she didn't feel like dancing. <laughs> uh, but that you, was it. And then the gig was ended. And he walked off to the sound of my own footsteps. Oh, I went over to Will. I go, "You prick!" And he was like, "What? What? Well, you, you did that on purpose? No, I didn't. I swear." And he Do was you know like, what? You have to accept some responsibility. You didn't fucking label a CD. Well, that's true. That is true now, in fairness. Kevin, we'll have none of your fucking common sense here now. <laughs> <laughs> Allow me to have me rage. <laughs> but it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was a moment, all right. tough. Lads, this podcast is called You Must Be Joking, right? So what we've done is we've combined with the Laughter Lounge social media, we've asked the people who follow the Laughter Lounge for some of their confessions. Oh, wow. I'm going to read out one or two of these confessions. First one is, here we go. Confession number one. My girlfriend asked me to mind a cat when she went away for the girls' weekend. Not even two hours after she had left, I'd accidentally ran off the cat. Splat. Gone. Dead. Thankfully, it was just a plain black cat, so I went out and bought a new one. She still has no idea to this day. <laughs> I mean, it's a mental fucking story, but I kind of believe him. Yeah? If my girlfriend left me with the cat, I just run over a toy underneath the car because I hate cats. Oh, okay, right. And I wouldn't get her a new one. Well, we're not sure we want people running into the show now, Don. We're trying to take confessions from other people. Not yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what you We're doing well, I wish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, uh, you know that if you own a cat and you're a cat owner or any kind of furry friend like that, there's mannerisms and there's characteristics of that cat yeah. that you will know. And I mean, if you come in and there's a black cat that you've never met before, and you greeted with that cat, cat in a certain way or whatever. You're gonna know, like. I feel like this is common in horror films where, like, the husband accidentally kills the cat, then he goes out, gets a new cat, and then the cat's a bastard, and the new cat's fucking evil, scratching the face off him, pulling his balls, and when he's in bed. Was it meet yeah. the fuckers? Well, it's meet like any, it's, a, it's like any man that brings home a strange with a pussy. You're gonna get into trouble. <laughs> 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 And we're off and running. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> right, confession number two. <laughs> yeah, I can kind of believe this. By accident, I once gave a get well soon card to a family whose dad had just died instead of a mass card for the dead. Like, get well soon. It's not that bad, but I mean, it's kind of like I. If a comedian did that to you, you'd be like, oh, you funny cunt. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, it's funny. Yeah. We all think it's funny, <laughs> yeah, don't yeah. we? Look, if we opened that card, I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, like so. Like, even in our family, like if someone's birthday, we get them a christening card. You yeah, know, yeah, or you know, yeah. sorry, you're leaving. I hope that. Yeah, yeah. I hope that in another part of the hospital, some lad who was mildly sick got his own mask card. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I heard you're it's like fuck, I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> looks gonna, like, looks gonna, like I'm meeting Will after coffee I'm next gonna, week. I'm gonna do my own obituary. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, I've done me sisters, I've done me dads. Like I'm video. gonna do me mothers, and I'm, I'll say, well, I've I've done everybody else's. I'm gonna do me own. Are you gonna write it or video it? I'm gonna video it. Yeah, video it. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, what would you say about yourself? I tell a lot of lies. Yeah, he's a lovely, <laughs> no, lovely no, lad. Kept to himself mostly. No, I'd be, I'd, I'd be <laughs> pretty shy and retired. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd be as honest as as I could. Yeah. Yeah. You are, yeah, and 
Keep without me. <laughs> <laughs> what about we have your own submissions? You have anything you want to confess yourselves? It's my friend's birthday, so I went down to buy her a voucher in this shop. And I'm waiting there at the till, and the one who's working at the shop was like, saw that I was there waiting, and she's just like putting clothes away, this woman's shop. And I'm waiting there for fucking three or four minutes. And I'm looking down at some earrings, and I was like, I'm going to fucking rob these earrings. Out of spite. Out of spite, because yeah. she didn't come near me. Out acknowledging. And then I weighed, yes. I weighed it up, and I was like, would it make the papers? Maybe. <laughs> X or E star <laughs> Robin earrings from a woman, and, and I told and it his to. ears aren't even pierced. <laughs> his ears aren't even pierced. <laughs> they must have been for this dancer with the stars. And, and, <laughs> times are real hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I said this to Siobhan, and Siobhan's like, "That's an insane thing to think." But isn't it like, mad? How imagine going up the car and getting two years or two years for that. Yeah. Years. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, um, I'm yeah. I I I sometimes think like I uh, I need to teach people lessons. Like um, if I'm driving, if I'm driving, and we were driving home one night, and I had a pint beforehand, and I was driving home with Siobhan, and uh, some lad was walking across the road, and he wasn't watching. He just like well, he walked in front of my car, didn't look at me, didn't look at the other cars. He just like brazenly walked, and I didn't slow down, and uh, I timed it perfectly that I would just fly by him and scare him. <laughs> Um, but not hit him. <laughs> yeah. And Siobhan was like, what the fuck are you after doing there? And I was like, I'm teaching him a, a lesson. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I, yeah. you're not fucking no, Batman. I mean, listen to me. Like, <laughs> as if I that like, fella's in the oh, car like, I'll never do that again. Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> you hit him, you get breathalyzed, you're going to fucking jail, <laughs> you asshole. I totally agree with that. I think that, that you should... Me I think you should be able to give Somebody one person a year to bang your car. <laughs> like, that you know you aren't going to put them in hospital or anything like that. Just, a tip, just clip, clip them because with Because I tell you yeah, what yeah. I hate... Just spin them, just spin them. I know you hate this, right? Is that when you're driving down the road, right, and someone walks by and gives you and your car a dirty look, oh. as if to go, Jesus, three ton of metal isn't going to hold me, that you're just then allowed to go, yeah, here's my one. Now, I wouldn't do it in January, because then your hit is up then for 11 months. Oh, yeah, yeah, just yeah, completely yeah. wait for someone that when I'm in a bad humour and they look at me after, the wrong after way. After Halloween. Just yeah, gun yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Just gun it and clip them and send them in the air like, yeah. and just go on your way. Like, yeah. And maybe just... Bruise and maybe yeah, broken bones. Yeah. Just spin them, just spin them like yeah, a ballerina. Yeah, yeah. Teach yeah. him a lesson, Kevin. Teach him a lesson. I know what you mean. You mean the, the, the lads who are like too cool to rush? Yeah, no, no. When they see the car, no, yeah, like when they uh, where did it happen to me during the week? I was somewhere down the country, Wasn't it? Was and there was the a load of youngfellas, load of youngfellas on. They were all drink, all had a few drinks, and one fella just walked out, now in front of his mates to be a bit of a laugh. Yeah, like, go, yeah. When you, I would have loved to put him on the bonnet and yeah. bring him with me. <laughs> Father Ted style. Yeah, I'm telling you, just like that, you know. What's your worst experience? We all love these stories. What's yeah. your worst experience on stage? Like, jokes not landing? Was it a bad heckler? Worst. Did you bomb? Or well, wor- yeah, worst gig. Like, everyone has like moments where like, oh, that was shit. Um, we don't, but they don't really, they don't oh, really oh, stick geez, with you. But worst gig I ever had was, uh, do you remember Colin Tyrrell? Yes. Yeah. So Colin Tyrrell... He went to the States and then he messaged me out of the blue and he was like, what's the crack, Kev? Come here. A lad I used to be friends with. Now, that's very important. A lad I used, used to be friends with. So you're not friends. anymore. Yeah, yeah. So you're not anymore. A lad I used to be friends with is organising a charity gig. Will you do it? And I was like, I like the idea of coming across like a nice person. Yeah, of course I will call him. Give him my number. See, man books the gig, anyway. And I was on a pub in the Keys there 
and uh, coming up to the gig, no mention of posters or anything. And then he released the poster, and it looks like he fucking made it in play school. Like it looked MS <laughs> the Paint. poster. Yeah, it was an M- <laughs> Literally, it was like an MS Paint fucking poster, and my face. And it didn't say what the charity was for. It just said for mental health, you know. And I was like, it's real, it's, real, it's fucking vague. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. vague enough. So I arrive at the gig, and Paul Marsh. Uh, he's a comedian and a, also a firefighter. Yeah. yeah. Paul Marsh is walking out the door and he says, "Kevin, run." He's like, "Don't do this. It's it's a load of bollocks. Your man hasn't booked the room." <laughs> he literally arrived into the pub and says, "Hi, I'm doing a comedy gig here tonight. Have you got a microphone?" And somehow they said, "Yeah, we have a microphone, but like you should really book a gig." Um, so no, he hadn't even boxed off the space. He hadn't that. even. He had nothing done, Eric, apart from a Microsoft Paint poster. Wow. Um, there was people already in the pub, and he was like saying, "Do you want to give a few monies to, to mental health?" To mental health. Um, <coughs> Paul's <coughs> like, "I'm done." Everyone else had pulled out from the gig, apart from me, and it had been replaced with like Robbie Bonham, Eman, and um, there's some of the other comedians as well. So I was like, "No, do you know what, Paul?" These are the fucking gigs that make you. Yeah. These are the yeah. fucking gigs. You think fucking Dave Chappelle would walk away from a gig like this because it was a bit hard, Paul, is it? Yeah, yeah. A bit fucking tough crowd, isn't it, Paul? That man's looking for money. Yeah. I'm a fucking comedian. I can turn any crowd around. This is the gigs that make you, Paul. Love it, Kevin. So Love I went confidence. down filled with fucking stupid confidence. Went in there. Your man came up and he said, um, his whole thing was like he organized this so he could get some stage time. Okay. So um, instead of like ringing up Tony Ferns to do five minutes in the Hapenny Bridge, he organized a charity gig. So he comes up to me. He's like, hi, Kevin, how's it going? Listen, I'm a bit nervous, so I'm not really doing any uh, MC and I'm just bringing people straight on. I was like, all right, man. And he's like, do you want a drink? And I was like, no, nah, you're grand. And uh, he orders some drinks for him and for his mates. And they're all like, you know, vodka tonics or vodka fucking whatever's. And um, I didn't see any money been exchanged. And I called over the barmaid and I was like, come here, what's the crack? Is your man paying for drinks? And she said, no, he's got a tab. And I said, what's the name on the tab? And she said, the name on the tab is the word depression. Wow. So he's going up saying, give us fucking three vodka Red Bulls, stick it on depression. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, this is a a joke here, man. (laughs) This is a joke. And um, the gig was awful. Eman did. Did they get a mic for you in the first place? Oh, there was a mic on, well, okay, a mic like, on stage yeah. that he borrowed from. But the just crowd. a load of people sitting there going, a load what's of going people on going, what's going on? What is this? And his a lot of his family was there as well. So Eman did pretty good, but he went fucking long. Now where you man? I was, like, long. I was like, Eman, get the fuck off the stage. <laughs> Robbie Bonham went up, and Robbie was getting on grand, and your man kept walking around in front of him, pissing Robbie off, and Robbie was like, hey, what, the, what the fuck? You're distracting me, man. Your man went into the jacks. Came back with a roll of toilet. This sounds made up. Came back with a roll of toilet roll. Ro- wrapped it round Rob while he was on stage. And Robbie went, what the fuck are you doing? And he goes, I'm wrapping you up. Oh. And Robbie fucking smacks the microphone. Fuck you. This is a load of bollocks. Storms off the stage. Raging. Yeah. The microphone's going. <laughs> the big feedback. <laughs> <laughs> he, he picks up and goes. <clears throat> All right, next up we got uh, Kevin McGarren, everybody. Oh, what an intro. So I walk on to fucking... <laughs> doo, and um, I look around... What's and the I, best I, feedback you've ever had? <laughs> <laughs> I look around and I go, John, calling this this time of death, 11.15. Yeah. Uh, I was like, do you know what? I think we've all had enough. I could tell everyone was wrecked at this and pissed off. And I was like, I think we've all had enough comedy. 
uh, yeah, she looked at Will. Has anyone paid in here? Hands up. And hardly anyone. I was like, this is the worst run gig I've ever fucking seen in my life. This lad is a disgrace. And I, I just ran through all my grievances. Yeah, lovely. And uh, I was like, fuck this. You know, this, this is bollocks. Good luck. And I walked off. And I remember thinking, this is fine. It's fine. I was immediately surrounded by his entire family and friends who were baying for blood. No way. They were like, how fucking dare you? How dare you? This is this boy's dream to do stand-up. And you, you fucking big fancy telly man, coming in, shitting over my little boy's dream. His, oh, his wow. dad. Do you remember the bit in Veronica Gearan uh, when Bishop Brennan, the guy playing Bishop Brennan, uh, turns up to Veronica Gearan's gaff Oh, right, and, Jeez, and I, was just, getting, I was getting my head messed up there going, Bishop <laughs> Brennan, Veronica Gearan. The guy who plays Bishop yeah, Brennan yeah. is in Veronica Gearan and he goes <clears> and <throat> doorsteps her and just goes, <gasps> Cunt! Yeah. And he roars in her face. That's how angry his wow. dad was. He was trying to, like, contain his anger and the brothers were holding it. He was ready to kill me. And they were like, this is his dream. And I was like, if it was his fucking dream, call Tony Ferns. Don't yeah. be fucking booking it. There's no charity involved here. Oh like, my what God. is this about? And they, they were they were ready to kill me. And my back was to the door. And the barmaid had my bag behind the bar. And she just fucked my bag at me. Iman opened the door, grabbed me and pulled me through. And we ran like fuck to the inter. <laughs> and it was... I texted Colin Tyrrell and I was like, you're don't. some cunt. Don't fucking ever ask me for a favour And Kevin McGarren again. has never done a charity gig since. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was like, that's, I'm that's fearful rough. I'm fearful for my life if I ever run into these people again. We have uh, another little section uh, called I'm Sorry Ma. All right? right, yeah. Something you wouldn't want your ma hearing. What have you got for us? Do you call your ma your ma or do you call your mama? What do you do? Mam, mam. Do you? Yeah, because yeah, Dublin's yeah. a real ma and da. Ma. And I tried to do it with my two daughters growing up. I, got, I tried to get them to keep calling me dad. Yeah. Dad all the time. Why? I didn't. Because I don't like dad and I don't yeah. like ma. Now, even yeah. though I used it myself, I kind of wanted a little bit of change. Do you know what I mean? In the, yeah. but, I always, come here, I'm now dad. I yeah. always find it weird when... Um, people refer to their parents in their names. Oh, yeah. Even like weird. people, even oh, like no, in your 40s, weird. even in your 40s. I have mates like in late 30s, early 40s, and they're, they're calling him uh, Jim, uh, Julie. And it, it, it seems weird to me. What, I wonder what that's I, I, like. I th- I'm going to call my mom, mom, I think forever. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. me too. I'd never, like, I'd never call me mother Rita. It's weird. Yeah. It's, it's, defi- it's definitely, I, here, I it's like definitely, Deep South Cletus <laughs> Isn't it? Calling him Yeah It's like you know A teenager who's trying to Like be an adult Yeah Like um, Sean uh, What are we having for uh, Breakfast yeah. today? <laughs> I'm showing my blatant disrespect For my parents By calling them for a the first I think, yeah. I think you are Yeah 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 I definitely think I think it's a uh, It's definitely That the kids Have lost the run of themselves And you've got no control over it Yeah But to answer your question there's obviously there's lots of things I would not like my mum to hear, so I'm not going to say them. <laughs> uh, this, seg- like, this segment is dead in the water already. I did, no, there's, okay, there's one story. It's not too bad. Will she listen to the podcast? She, I don't think she knows how to podcast. Probably works. one of our friends would. <laughs> uh, I, I was in college in Aberdeen. I was 17. Um, it sounds like a pun. Yeah. I so I was in college in Aberdeen, Aberdeen and I was 17, 17. <laughs> with the help of a dream. And he, I was a dancing queen. <laughs> um, with a four-inch peen. Um, but I, so I was going to, I was buying hash in this block of flats and I was coming out of it and a cop car pulled up straight away. And I feel when you're Irish and abroad, uh, you have a certain superpower 
that disarms members of authority. Charm. It's 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 charm. It's the accent as well. Mm. So I, if I ever met guards abroad, I'd ramp up the Irish accent. Guards abroad. Ra- turn, I'd turn it up to like eleven. All oh, right. And you come across it. It disarms them. It's like when my buddy, whenever you get pulled over by cops, guards here, he put on a country and western tape. And it immediately puts a guard in a weird state. He doesn't know whether to dance. Like if you were, if you were, li- if you were listening to that fucking Tiesto, you're like, or fucking zombie. They're like, this lad's fucking causing trouble. This lad's fucking, he's probably on drugs. If you put on country and western, a guard goes, this lad is a nice country lad. He probably goes home to get his washing done every weekend. Or opera. Uh, like that. Or opera, yeah, opera's good. That's more kind of a it's upper class. Guys, That's a more upper yeah, class. The, that, see, opera could work against you because the guard goes, "This cunt thinks that he's better than me." Yeah, yeah. country is the middle ground. Country isn't and it? westerns middle ground. Uh, big Tom and the main line. Big Tom and the that's have just that wagon wheel. Have yeah. that tape fucking sell a tape to your dashboard if you next yeah. checkpoint in case of emergency <laughs> <laughs> stick in Big Tom and watch it confuse a guard. But um, so I used to ramp up the the accent. So I'm walking out of the place. I've got my little soap bar in my hand and a cop car pulls up and I was like, oh, fuck, here we go. And they're like, hey, you doing, Paul? And I was like, well, how are you doing? And I went over and put my arm, I put my arm up on the car and I was like, how are you getting on? Hey, hey. And they're like, uh, what are you doing here, Paul? This is a fucking dodgy area. <laughs> I was like, is it? I'm, I'm new enough to the city here. I'm just in college here. I was just getting a DVD of Anchorman off my friend there. And uh, he was like, all right, yeah, yeah, so uh, empty out your pockets, empty out your your bag. So I left the hash on top of, of the, the roof. car. Yeah, yeah on the roof. Move. And they didn't get out. And I remember looking like really confused, like, this has never happened to me. I've <laughs> yeah. never had a bit of trouble with the law at <laughs> all. <laughs> I'm from Cavan. <laughs> um, I hope you don't dip me for green diesel. Like. <laughs> and I, I emptied out everything. And uh, they were like, they were just amused by me. They were like, where are you from? You're, you're Irish, are you? I'm like, I'm from a little place called Gauna. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> at the bottom of a rainbow. <laughs> and I arrived over here on a big boat made out of my dad's head. And a pocket full of dreams. <laughs> my dad's head. <laughs> <laughs> and um, they were like, yeah, go on, you fucking leprechaun. You're grand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so that hash fucking, off the back I, of the I, car. I, I slapped that. I was like, best of luck on your investigation, <laughs> boys. I slapped the car and grabbed the hash. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. That's a, that's a genius move, But I think, I think, yeah, the, the Cavan accent or the... Irish accent in general can does get wonders. Get, get you out, out of jail, jam, yeah, definitely. Yeah, out of jail. And I and I also think as well is when you're interacting with people in authority. If you go, are you from? You know, and you try to swipe them. Yeah. With a is that accent from such and such? And they go no, and then you go, ah, oh, sure, I know. And then you kind of drag them down another alleyway, and it kind of just kind of. Confuses yeah. them a bit, Distract like you know, yeah, personality yeah. and whatever. Yeah. yeah. Do you ever, do you ever watch French Connection? The French yeah. It's been Connection. years. I've seen yeah. Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman. So that was based. Popeye, wasn't was based, it? Popeye yeah. Doyle. Yeah, so yeah. Popeye Doyle was based on a real guy. And when he was interrogating suspects, one of the cops would ask him, like, "Where were you Friday night? Were you in this area? Who were you hanging around it?" Whereas Popeye Doyle would ask him a totally non sequitur. Just like, do you ever pick your feet in Poughkeepsie? He yeah, like, what? do you remember that? What? And he, <laughs> yeah. so you'd be getting like real questions about like uh, like questions that make sense about yeah. a suspect, and then you get this fucker saying like, do you ever sit in the edge of a bed in a John hotel Cole in Poughkeepsie? And so the suspect actually ends up answering the normal question. Ah. 
So Willa actually does that to guards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Willa fucking does a Popeye yeah. on the fucking guard. Yeah, maybe that's how we'll do the podcast from here on in. Yeah. I just ask the normal questions. You come in going, Did you ever pick What's your feet? <laughs> in in that yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll ask the next guest. <laughs> Sorry, did you pick your feet in uh, Fingless West? <laughs> Kevin, obviously, I follow you on the social medias. I'm aware of the work coming up. You've got a good few gigs coming up. You've got a big Liberty Hall theatre gig yeah, coming up. Yeah, I'm doing, um, doing a, t- a tour in spring. So I'll be hitting a few different places around the country and then culminating in uh, Liberty Hall and so. where can we and the others get tickets Kevin I'm so glad you're interested Willa there you go uh, if you go to com, you have your own website I've got my own website fair play to Kevin that's what you go to up- upcoming bastard. gigs there'll be like uh, lists of places all you can buy them because I saw you're doing Ticketmaster go to Ticketmaster Kevin McGarren is on tour in the spring he's doing his big show in the Liberty Hall Theatre in Dublin but also check his website for all his other dates including the Bardas and Clonacilty go and see him he's absolutely brilliant and if you don't go and see him we're going to go around to your gaff and, and get you a ticket because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe in violence anymore that's all from us Willie and all from Kevin it's all from us thanks Gentlemen. very much for coming in Kevin thank Gentlemen, you very much Kevin, for having me. so much legends